0: If the human race survives long enough, and we're able to look back years from now at Don't Look Up, 2021, the new movie by director-slash-writer Adam McKay, a satire which asks the question what if an extinction event asteroid were on a collision course with Earth, and nobody cared because they were told it wasn't really happening, we might say, what was that all about? I don't get it. And if not for the times we now live in, and the absurd shenanigans of the prior Trump administration, I wouldn't get it either. I certainly wouldn't believe it. But the events depicted in Don't Look Up, while supposedly meant to be satiric and funny, are in reality terrifying because of what happened during the years of 2016 to 2020. Some people have complained that Don't Look Up isn't as funny as it should be. I disagree. The humor is definitely there, but more importantly, so is the truth, and the truth is, as ridiculous as this movie plot sounds on paper, it's not any more ludicrous than what has happened in real life. I found this story frightening. And that's why I love this movie it scared the SHT out of me and made me laugh while doing it. I hope we survive long enough to be able to look back and laugh at this one, at these insane times. I imagine it's how audiences felt after first viewing Stanley Kubrick's brilliant satire DR. Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, 1964, a film which poked fun at a possible nuclear holocaust. In Don't Look Up, Dr. Randall Mindy, Leonardo DiCaprio, and his PhD doctoral candidate assistant Kate DiBieschi, Jennifer Lawrence, make the shocking discovery of an asteroid that is on a collision course with Earth and that upon impact will destroy all life on the planet. Their findings are corroborated by NASA scientist Dr. Teddy Oglethorpe, Rob Morgan. Because this is an obviously dire situation, they are granted an audience with the President, President Orlean, Meryl Streep, but their meeting doesn't go as expected. They are met with doubts and skepticism and are told to sit tight and wait for the president to get her own people to check into the situation even though they know with near-absolute certainty that the cataclysmic event will indeed happen in six months. Try as they might, Mindy, Dibieski, and Oglethorpe just can't get their message out, and eventually, when the asteroid does get close enough to become visible, the political lines become drawn, and the president's party's rallying becomes don't look up. Which people at her rallies continually chant, the argument being, the opposition party just wants to scare you. You are free not to look up. Sound familiar? don't look up his sharp satire with a lot to say about where we are right now as a society, and Adam McKay is able to make his points successfully because he shakes things up just enough to prevent any obvious political lines being drawn. The fact avoiding president is a woman, and so while many of the criticisms are aimed at the prior Trump administration, the president in this movie is not a white conservative male. Political parties are never named or mentioned. Even traditional conservative-slash-liberal divisions aren't identified. Streep's President Orlean has a photo of Bill and Hillary Clinton on her desk, for example. What McKay aims for with Don't Look Up is what happens when you play fast and loose with the truth, and he mostly hits his mark with a satire which doesn't quit. McKay has done this before, with films like The Big Short, 2015, and Vice, 2018, where he mixes humor with sharp hard hitting points. Don't Look Up is full of so many on-point moments from little ones like the news host on an unnamed news network who even as the asteroid is hitting the earth refuses to give the event any airtime, instead talking about the big news event of the day, topless urgent care workers. Again, years from now people might raise an eyebrow and wonder WTF? But you only have to watch news coverage today to see that the same things happens every day. There are larger moments. DiCaprio's Dr. Mindy finally loses it near the end and on a national news magazine TV show goes off on a mad-as-hell rant that is obviously reminiscent and inspired by the classic Peter Finch scene in Network, 1976. It's no less upsetting. The cast is spectacular. Leonardo DiCaprio plays a role he doesn't often play, a neurotic nervous type who can barely get a cognizant word out when first on the national stage. It was fun to watch DiCaprio play someone who wasn't cooler than cool. It was also eye-opening to see him playing someone his own age or older, with adult sons. DiCaprio is a terrific actor, and I've been a fan for a long while. He nails this role, which comes as no surprise. It was good to see Jennifer Lawrence back on screen again. While she's a bit more subdued here than we've seen her in the past, her Kate Dibieski is still a fiery character and fun to watch. Because she is outspoken, she gets considerable pushback from people in power and also from viewers at home, and she gets pummeled in real time on social media, which is another target of McKay's satire. What he depicts happening on social media is absolutely insane. It's also true. Dibiaski also has to endure her boyfriend breaking up with her on a social media platform. Meryl Streep is Meryl Streep, and she nails President Orlean, keeping her from being just a caricature. Kate Blanchett knocks it out of the park as TV news host Bree Evante, who finds Dr. Mindy attractive and initiates an affair between them. She is so on point she makes her character almost nauseating to watch. Jonah Hill while once again playing a role that is within his comfort zone, nonetheless enjoys many fine moments as Orlean's son Jason, who's also chief of staff. His prayer near the end of the movie for all the stuff we're going to lose is priceless. Mark Rylance delivers the most inspired and disturbing performance in the film, as Peter Isherwell, one of the richest men on the planet who is also something of a feel-good digital age techno guru. It's Isherwell who convinces President Orlean to ignore Mindy's science and follow his own, which of course has not been verified by other world scientists. Rob Morgan is solid as Dr. Oglethorpe, and Ron Perlman is hilarious as Benedict Drask, the foul-mouthed astronaut of another generation who was chosen to lead the mission to destroy the asteroid. The cast also includes Tyler Perry, Timothy Chalamet, and Ariana Grande. Director McKay wrote the screenplay, based on a story by David Sirota. It's a fabulous screenplay, as nearly everything about it works. I love Don't Look Up, and while it's showing up here late in the year, it just might be my favorite movie of the year. It's a Netflix movie, and right now it's showing both at theaters and on Netflix. Check it out. This is one you definitely do not want to miss. And unless you've had your head in the sand the past several years, you'll get exactly what McKay is talking about. He's giving us Don't Look Up as both a frightening look at where we are and a wake-up call. The asteroid hurtling towards Earth is a perfect metaphor for any major problem we face in the world today and what happens when those in charge decide not to tell the people the truth but instead feed them lies. DiCaprio's Dr. Mindy's final few lines are chilling and come after he and his family are enjoying a last dinner together, reminiscing about their happy memories and what they're thankful for. He says, in effect, we really had everything, didn't we? We too have everything. And that shouldn't be taken for granted there's an asteroid on a collision course with Earth. You can see it if you just look up. Or you can listen to those who tell you that looking up is a sign of weakness, that it's politically motivated, and that you need to stand up for your rights and not look up, and that the threat isn't as dire as others say. But it is, and to see for yourself, all you have to do is look up. Do you? End